Sit, sit. Scott, what you sipping on over there, buddy? Oh, this is just some of my herbal tea. Herbal tea. That is how you get ready for a podcast, buddy. We actually have a little bit of a different episode tonight. Each one of us are going to be bringing a story to the others. So first off, Oren's going to bring us a story of, is the royal family actually undead? Then it's jumping over to me. Was Will Smith on to something? And then Scott's going to bring in the rear, as usual. After a 12-hour shift, you won't believe what a biker encounters. Grab those marshmallows. We'll be right back with Conspiracy Campfire. going to get to these stories in just a second here and and i'm going to for the next couple episodes just review really quickly in the beginning again for all of our new listeners and thank you for everybody who's listening so far uh, how this goes so each week we will be bringing three stories it's typically scott going to be bringing the three stories to oren and myself i'm jonathan Uh, this week (laughs) like i said we are going to each be bringing a story and scott's already feeling it tonight and at the end of each of the stories we are going to have a rating scale of one to ten and decide how we actually feel about it, and if we believe the conspiracy. So let's just get right on to it. Oren, hit us with your story about the royals. Okay, so it's not the entire family, but it's been rumored that Prince Charles is a vampire. Hmm. Now, his genealogy shows that he is a direct descendant of Vlad the Impaler, who obviously inspired Dracula. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you smooth brain buffoons. Anyway. <laughs> he what did we on, do to you? <laughs> <laughs> he appeared on a uh, Romanian national tourist ad claiming Transylvania is in my blood. He also lives in England where there is no sunlight ever. Mm. He is offered the title of Prince of Transylvania. He also has a skin condition called propheria, which is sensitivity to sunlight. Hmm. Also, it's rumored that he killed Princess Diana because she was going to reveal that he was a vampire. Wow. So and then also this one is just for fun. Queen Elizabeth is possibly a cannibal, so she likes blood, too. Has, has there anybody actually seen Prince Charles partake in blood? Probably Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> okay, wait. Isn't Prince Charles yeah. the one who was all caught up in the Jeffrey Epstein stuff? Was that him? No, that was Prince something hey. else. And, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, not, okay, that wasn't not Prince him? Charles. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I can't keep Prince all. Andrew. Prince Andrew. Prince, Prince Andrew. Andrew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But let's put it like this. The royal family's into some twisted shit. I mean, no matter which way you slice it, there's there's, you know, child molesters in there. There's cannibals in there. There's vampires in there. There's incest in there. I love how you're saying this is fact. Like, yes, it's, there's it's totally vampires fact. in there. <laughs> yeah. And King Edward's son was apparently Jack the Ripper. OK, that's uh, that's another huh. story that we could go on. Well, you have to bring that to us another time. But yeah, I guess my question is. 
What's in it for him? Why why does he what's the point of him being a vampire? You're just saying he drinks blood? No, there's or no is, point or is of there him something being... he has to do to continue to be a vampire Batman. Well, think, well it's, it's just you don't, yeah. you don't like submit yourself to be a vampire, you just become one. Like, yeah, I mean bitten. it's his it's his well, <laughs> no, actually he would be one of the the bloodline. But I thought I thought vampires were eternal. And so well, he, he stayed alive old. by feasting on blood. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't feast on blood. <laughs> I'm just saying you he's a vampire. The, the question isn't whether or not he feasts on blood. The question is whether or not he's a vampire. Again, he is related to Dracula, to Vlad the Impaler. There is that bloodline. He is incredibly old. And, but, he, but you and, and, he, and no, that's not true. As a vampire? Have you seen movies with vampires? They get older. I've only seen Twilight. Oh, dude. <laughs> We were talking about real vampire movies that are informative, like Blade. I saw Twilight, Eclipse, Return of <laughs> Return of the Hunk, whatever. Let, let's go Return of the Hunk. hunk. You, you drag Yolanda to that one, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's uh, you know it's just a long kept secret that he and he also he has a place there near near the castle. So okay. With that one being said, uh, he's also go- aller- hey, but hold on, he's also allergic to sunlight. That's kind of that's kind of like a giveaway right there. I mean, the skin sparkle. Yeah, the skin sparkle. <laughs> he turns to diamond when okay. he gazes into your eyes. Does like a soft alt rock song play? <laughs> you guys okay, may so do this. We are going to do this on a scale of one to ten. We'll do it on zero to ten. Pints of blood. I was going to say fangs. No, pints of blood's better. Okay, pints of blood, whatever. (laughs) How many pints of blood has Prince Charles sucked in the last week out of a human because he's a vampire? Scott? Zero. I don't believe in vampires. That's that's just ridiculous to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm... Gonna be at a zero on this one too. There isn't <laughs> there isn't anything about this story that is actually catching my attention as, as being legitimate, uh, particularly from him, just because he's got some ties to Vlad and and you know Transylvania does not uh, you know bring enough evidence to the table for me. Oren, this is your story. How many pints of blood are you gonna give this as a reality? Uh, zero because you guys made me do this and I just this is the only story I can come up with but I thought I it was have, a creative idea we would all kind of bring something that we believe in to the table no, it, it and try is, to convince the other but, two but it, but as you know as the resident exactly as the resident skeptic you guys are trying to make me find something that I believe in which is nothing well, it just yeah, figured you would have pulled out some government conspiracy or you know yeah. what I mean hey, this is a pretty big conspiracy <laughs> you'd be a vampire come honestly, on honestly I mean, it's a lame one let's be real yeah, that was whatever lame. I don't really care that was super lame yeah, I mean there's that whole thing about um I did find it interesting, though, that he is allergic to sunlight. So that totally makes him a vampire. Yeah. Okay. They so are allergic to there's sunlight. that whole thing about the queen being artificially kept alive because the economy depends on her being alive right now. But that's a whole different one. That one's more valid than the v- vampire one. Okay. Whatever. Wrapping that one up in a bow and throwing it out the window because that was lame. Yes, it was. <laughs> Story number two. That one's coming from me. And do you Zero. guys have any idea what I'm going to talk to when I say was Will Smith onto something? Was it Biggie and Tupac getting murdered? 
That has nothing to do with Will Smith. Oh, I got a theory about that, but go uh, ahead. Okay. Well, then you should have talked about that. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So. <laughs> this is good. For those of you who don't know, Will Smith starred in a series of movies called Men in Black. Men in Black is this, basically there's a secret or government organization that they kind of remove people's entire life away from them. And they go around and clean up any kind of mess that's involved with like UFOs or aliens, anything supernatural. They make sure that people uh, are, you know, the, the scenes are all cleaned up and the people. Yeah, it's called, they're called S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield. <laughs> that's Marvel. Uh, oh. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. So back in the 40s, this is actually stemming from a real thing that happened. So the men in black are actually supposedly a real organization. Okay. So back in the 40s, there was this guy who was out on a fishing boat with some of you know his friends or crew or whatever, and they were fishing. And they were out in the middle of the ocean, and they find this big, huge craft that was going above them. And took some pictures, all this kind of jazz comes back and starts to, you know, at first he's like, I don't, I don't know even what to do with this. I don't know if I want to bring this kind of attention. He ends up sharing it. And then one day early in the morning, knock, 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 this dude in a black suit shows up and basically says, I need you to tell me everything about that night that you saw the, the UFO. And the guy's like, I haven't told anybody. How did you know this? How did you even know that I saw this? I've kept this secret. And it kind of goes on where he's like harassed several times by these people who are like, again, no distinguishable features, black suits, white, uh, white shirts, black ties, um, you know, the sunglasses, the whole thing that you imagine from the movie. Now, the interesting part comes in that, you know, there is no association to any kind of legit government. Uh, by these people, but there are other people who were have also been harassed by these this group of men in black over the years, and they have even said that the the people or the person or thing that actually came to them weren't always human. That they would they would come in. They they said they felt like an overwhelming sense of being like threatened by these people who came into their home. They would talk to them. Um, through ESP or whatever you want to call, um, you know, that kind of uh, communication, just straight brain to brain. And this guy actually was so intimidated by these people that he got rid of the pictures and he stopped talking about it entirely. Um, and, and this is just one example. This was in the forties, happened in the fifties, sixties. And there's a whole bunch of these examples of these human and non-human like type men and black people that are there to come out and basically say like, what you saw, you need to not share with anybody. You need to not talk about it. And that's it. Cut it or else, you know, bad things are going to happen to you. Now, taking this one step further, this actually started to grow in popularity. And the, the theory around it is that they came out with the Men in Black movie. So when people were researching Men in Black, the movies would pop up and not the real people and what they were going through. Right. So that was a, that was actually a big cover up that, that happened on top of it. So, so basically men in black is a real organization. We don't know where they come from and they're not necessarily even all human. They could be, you know, co-joint forces with alien life forms that are there to protect these secrets. 
So, Men in Black. Let's hear some thoughts on it. Do you think that this is actually a real thing? Yeah, and it, and it is not uncommon for the CIA and other organizations to influence the Hollywood scene so that the things that we see like men in black become just like a, Oh yeah. Will Smith, fun movie, right? Like they put things in the media to kind of sway us or distract us. So I totally believe all this stuff, bro. And, 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 and again, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this probably for the third time on this show. If you are a man, man in black and you're listening or you're CIA or you're one of those other guys and you want us to shut up a small cash hush money, a hush sm- money. we will take the hush money, baby. Yep. Yep. Just a small 50, 60 K, you know, each we'll shut each. her down. We'll talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, you are <laughs> cheap payoff, bro. Yeah, that's, that's kind of oh, true. Each. Maybe for yourself. 60 each. You're a cheap payoff. Yeah, no, true. Okay, okay, you hey, one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oren, what you got? Any thoughts on it? I mean, I didn't need the movie to, to think that this was a thing. But yeah, no, I mean, it's plaus as far as it being alien i don't i doubt that but it happened to dan Aykroyd. he had that, that tv show we're gonna have to go into the dan Aykroyd thing in its entirety yeah we're, in a future can, point no but i'm gonna i mean i'm bringing it up just because he real quick he had a tv show where uh, he's big into ufos he had he's a tv a huge show U- U- ufologist yeah, he makes ufologist. tom DeLong look like an amateur <laughs> and Apparently what happened was they shot like four episodes. One of them aired and then some people showed up at his house. And next thing you know, the show's done. Can't do that no more. <laughs> nope. And yeah. there's, I think one thing on YouTube of it, cause it's already been released. But do I think that there's an agency out there trying to keep people quiet about UFOs? Yeah. About alien life forms. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's probably going to that, but that also happened 20 years ago. Now it seems like, you know, they're beginning to acknowledge the fact that there are other life forms out there. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. Do I think there is? Absolutely. So you think that the, the, the story in which I've heard that include both human and non-human entities working together to protect these secrets might well, not be true. Well, that's um, what's interesting okay, to me no. is it, yeah, I mean, what what I find interesting too is, what if those were just the aliens that were in the ship that that dude saw, and they had to go to the house and be like, "Yo, bro, you didn't see shit." Very well, could be. Very yeah. well, could be. Yeah. But this, it's it's not just him though. Like, there's many many experiences and growing experiences. There's a lot higher number so of them happening. Sounds like what you're asking me is there a galactic federation that goes around <laughs> yeah. trying to keep? Yeah. No. No. That's not what I was asking. Is there a <laughs> is there a secret government organization that is there uh, that incorporates both human and non-human entities to protect the secrets of UFOs? Oh no. Okay, so with that being said, that that was the one that I wanted to hear your thoughts on. So okay, we're gonna take this to the scale of zero to ten, and we are gonna do this with zero to ten noisy crickets. Remember what those are. The no, little tiny gun in, in Men in Black. How many noisy crickets uh, are there actually being used from a scale of one to ten by a real Men in Black organization containing both human and non-human species? Oren, we're going to start with you because we know where you're going to be at. Zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah. 
Scott. I'm going to say six, and here's why. I'm going to get a little deep on you because I do believe that aliens are benevolent beings. I believe that they all come with a higher level of intelligence and cognition and are inherently peaceful. Uh, And so where I don't like this is to think that they're working with us to keep secrets from us when in reality they would want to share you know the knowledge of the universe uh, clean energy you know the cures for diseases and that's why when i see like why would an alien work for a, gov- a government cover-up so I- i'm going to give it six but i do believe that there's there is probably an agency out there that is trying to keep people quiet it, but it probably doesn't have aliens in them that's exactly why I gave it a zero. I, I think there's humans that are doing it. I yeah. don't think that we're working with aliens to do it. I'm going to give this one a seven and a half. I'm going to be pretty high on this one. Obviously, it's my conspiracy that I brought here. <laughs> but, I mean, everything about it just kind of, you know, kind of makes sense. Kind of going off what you're saying, Scott. I think that there are aliens and other species out there that are much more intelligent than us. I do think that some of them are probably benevolent and have good intentions. I do not necessarily think that they all do. And even the good ones, again, maybe we're just not to a place yet where we can fully wrap our head around and we can actually take for granted or use anything that they give to us. So it's like, not yet, not yet. We need to keep a secret and then, and then move on from there. So I'm at a seven and a half on that one so men in black maybe maybe not let's put that one to rest and let's toss it on over to our resident expert scott what is your conspiracy you got for us Hey, thanks, John. Well, you know, I found a little extra time this week. And so I was, you know, just cruising the net, the World Wide Web. And I went to one of my favorite websites. You want to know what that website is? <laughs> Don't answer. It's actually BFRO. <laughs> it's actually, it's BFRO.org, the Internet's most comprehensive database of credible Bigfoot sighting. What is with you at Bigfoot since, lately, bro? My man, jo- I love Bigfoot. And here's where it's going to get good, John, because no. I could look at this database. And in San Diego can County, there have been nine detailed encounters with my friend, the Bigfoot, with the most recent sighting 14 months ago. So what I'm trying to tell you and convince you guys is not only is there a Bigfoot, but my man's cruising on the beach in San Diego. Wait a sec. No, no, no. Okay. What happened to the bikers? I... Swerve. Okay, for, okay for, for those of you who don't know us, Scott and Oren are up in Sacramento. I'm in San Diego. So could you please do me a favor and bring up this map and tell me exactly where in San Diego that this sighting has happened? Absolutely. I can actually – let's break it down right now because I brought it up knew it, knowing that you were going to debate me on this. So here we go. Here are – there are eight reports. Which one okay. would you like? The most recent one or uh, give the, me the most? Last four. Give me the last four. Okay. Well, October 2019. Whoops and knocks um, at campground near Julian. Okay. Uh, then one. That, then another one, July 2012. Possible knocks and chatter at Burnt Rancheria's campground, Laguna Mountain. After that, 1998. Boundary Peak area. Three witnesses observed strange human-like tracks. And of 1993 of July, a daytime sighting by a hiker on the La Jolla Indian Reservation. Uh, you guys can all check this out, by the way, at 
bfro.net, uh, the best place to get uh, sightings and documentation of, of Bigfoot sightings. Okay, so I will say this as someone who's familiar with all those places. They are all kind of out there. Uh, Julian's up in a mountain. Uh, you know, these other rant, like they're, they're out there in what's called like East County and stuff. So they're not San Diego proper. They're not San Diego. Oh, coastal. Okay. Well then I can drop another piece of knowledge on you because I read the report right before we got in and I'm talking about 1968 for camp Pendleton soldiers confront Bigfoot during nighttime training activities on the beach near Oceanside, California. Okay, in the 60s, that makes sense because there wasn't anything really around. Okay, now, actually, what I was going to say with that is that actually makes sense on those original data points, right? Because they're out. They're they're not in civilization. They're up in the mountains. They're all that stuff, right? So they're closer than you think. Oh, I'm saying what I'm saying is those locations. (laughs) I'm just trying to freak you out. (laughs) Those locations make sense to me. If you were going to say like La Jolla, because La Jolla and La Jolla Indian the, the the that center you're talking about they're like 45 minutes an hour away from each other they're like not even close so those those locations make sense to me um i, I want you to fear bigfoot okay i, I already do why well, you are and i want you to know he lives near you bud no, he's okay even in this, even if Bigfoot showed up in Encinitas, California, okay, the odds of him going off my exit, down my street, into my doesn't complex. Doesn't have to worry about that. He can just phase into your room through a portal. <laughs> He's got to know which one's mine. Uh, it, I, uh, Bigfoot hit me up. I got his address. <laughs> what is it? Don't say it, Orin. I know you know it. <laughs> I have it in my phone. <laughs> so, I will text I don't Bigfoot. Know. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, what's what's the conspiracy here? All you're doing is saying that, that there is proof that Bigfoot is in San Diego County. Okay, proof. That's that's what we're doing. The scale. Or do you want to say anything? I I could. <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> okay, I, I I have trouble believing it only because. There's, he's in the he's only in the Pacific Northwest. No, See, I actually don't agree not with according that. to the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, also known as Bfro.net. I do Barfo. believe that Bigfoot is transient, right? Is moves around, does not stay in one location for like his or her entire life. I do not believe that's true. So, wow, oh, you're calling him homeless, huh? Yeah. So he's not like other creatures that are just you know, that's what they do. <laughs> no. If you refer back to our last episode, uh, when the one was burned, the vet actually gave more time to the doctor because it was more like a person than it was an animal. It I'm was sure. George Mirasan. We've already been over this. Okay. I still don't either. Okay, so uh, you already have me at this. I already don't like Bigfoot. I'm already afraid of Bigfoot. Am I surprised that he's how show, how he showed up in the mountains that are an hour and fifteen minutes away from me? Okay, cool. Stay stay over there. Don't come into the city. We're good. Yeah, but that's like you know, five hours closer than he normally is. Yeah, that's still an hour and a half by right, by, by car. I don't think he drives. So you're telling me you, but you said you know these places. Yeah, you've been. I have, and I've not seen Bigfoot. Well, next time, be careful. Okay, hey, okay, John. John, nobody has seen Bigfoot. 
<laughs> okay, Scott, what's our scale here? All right. Well, we're going to base this on if you believe that Bigfoot is in San Diego County, I'm going to give it 10 San Diego surfboards. Really? <laughs> That's what That's you're right. all excited about? Yeah. 10 San Diego surfboards. <laughs> Yeah, man. Jeez. I want to see Bigfoot riding a wave, man. Oh, you ah, kook. That's, what, that's on my bucket list. That's on my bucket list. You're a kook. <laughs> okay. Oren, you go first. I think I will stick with my trend of the night and go with zero. <laughs> zero surfboards. Okay. Uh, thank you for the commentary on that one, Oren. Um, you're welcome. I am going to go with... Uh, a five. I'm gonna go with a five on this one. Like it wouldn't. I mean, it makes sense. Really? He, it makes sense that he, if he's gonna be anywhere around San Diego, it's those places that were listed. So if he's <laughs> down here, it's gonna be over there. There's nothing about it that's like contradictory to what like location would be. I obviously believe in Bigfoot, so it's been you know what's since the '60s. There's been six sightings. Okay, awesome. You're the hide and go seek <laughs> champ. Good for you, Bigfoot. <laughs> Whatever, Scott. What's your rating? Oh, 10 San Diego surfboards that my man is in the area. He's probably closer than you even realize because of his ability to jump, you know, in and out of portals. So like, hell, I mean, if I was going to be Bigfoot, why, why would I want to be stuck up in the rain, man? I'd be down. I would want to be down on the beach in Encinitas uh, having like a burrito and kicking it. Just listening to the waves, man. I'd have, dread- burrito, hey, man I'd have dreadlocked. Hey, man, I've dreadlocked. I'd have dreadlocked fur man i'd be surfer sasquatch you'd surf right in surf surf squatch surf squatch okay y'all struggle bus okay oh yeah yeah okay all right so that is wrapping up our three stories on the night and uh, i think that will be the last time we do this no it won't no, be the last time fun. we do this but Oren's going to have to take it a little more seriously next time and bring something actually worthwhile because this story was about Prince Charles being a vampire. Mine was about the real men in black. And mm. Scott thought it was hilarious to say that Bigfoot's been found in San Diego. Cool story, bro. You're awesome. On that note, we are going to call it a night. So please, if you haven't yet, give us a follow on social media. You can find us on Instagram at. That's you, Scott. No, that's you, Orn. You're the Instagram guy. <laughs> oh, is it? Conspiracy Campfire. And on Twitter. Conspiracy underscore dudes. I promise we're going to be tweeting soon. Campfire underscore dudes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on Twitter. Campfire underscore at. dude. <laughs> Okay, uh, stop, stop, stop. And on Twitter, you can find us at... Oh, find us on campfire underscore dudes. And I promise there there will be a tweet soon. There better be more than one tweet soon. But (laughs) you can also email us at conspiracycampfire at gmail.com if you have any input, if you have questions for us for our fan mail, whatever it is. But so far, we uh, have had a really, really good acceptance to this podcast, and we are really grateful for it. So thank you for supporting us so far. Please share this with your friends. Keep downloading those episodes and give us feedback. We really appreciate it. And for Scott Freshour, Oren Gould, my name is Jonathan Warner. We provided the the fire, and hopefully you had the marshmallow, the graham cracker, and the chocolate. Until next week, hope you have a great one, everybody.
first, you take the gram. You stick the chocolate on the gram. Then, you roast the mallow. No, it's my sleeping bag. It's my... When the mallow's flaming... It is yours. It's like yellow stain. You stick it on the chocolate. You could have set the place then, on fire, Ham. you cover it with the other end. Yeah, make me one of those. Yeah, me too. Then, you scuff it. 